guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. I am one of your hosts, Brad Siliker, and we got uh, Lucas Candy. And Matthew. Did it freak Matthew, you out? Matthew. Did it freak you out that the I- The musical one. The dreamy yes. one. Oh, is he singing? Did it freak yeah, you out yeah. that I used, um, my, our actual names? Human names? No, I'm more very, I, I did that last week because I'm more in favor of that. I, I never understood the nickname thing because people can see our face. So if we're trying to hide our shame behind a fake name, man, we failed. It's not going to work. I don't remember. Why did we ever do that? Hi, Eileen. Nice to see you. Eileen's on it. She's been waiting for us. Uh, uh, Eileen. Eileen. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. I'm going to sing all night, I guess. Nah, let's get ready to join you. So it's probably <laughs> best for everyone if I didn't. I've <laughs> heard you sing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to share this thing on my, on my I've personal got great personality. Oh, I shared it right away. Did you? No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta. Did, did you, you already do it, Lucas? Oh, yeah. Well, well, now I'm a little disappointed. Listen, if we if we want to keep listener, we really got to get going. Yeah, yeah. Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second, everybody. Hang in there, Eileen. Uh, all right. And Toby, she says, oh, man. Is that going to be like this ongoing thing where everyone's like, oh, it's Toby from This Is Us? <laughs> no, Eileen, it's not me. Although I on, on that point. Like we got to get the show going because we lose fifty percent of our viewers, which is our moms, uh, at ten o'clock because <laughs> that's when this is us starts. And I leave. What ha- so what happened to your beard? It's uh, gone. Yeah. What? See, now you can you can see my neck now. Whoa, Matt. Oh, it's just trimmed. That's all. Now I'm I'm involved with a capital campaign. And I got to speak in front of a bunch of people, and so I need. My wife suggested I actually look respectable presentable so, so i shave my beard they yeah. do that well listen it's not letting me share to my own personal page and i don't understand why that's yeah. super annoying uh anyway that's fine uh all right guys well uh want to remind people if you do if you're still there and want to reach out to our show you can do that through various uh ways we have we're on all the social medias that matter at least to us at this point uh mm-hmm. we're on tiktok is, is that a, is that a social media app? Uh, Are we really on TikTok right now? No. Oh. <laughs> Should we be? Yeah. Okay. So I had this big conversation today with one of my employees, uh, who he's he's done apparently two hundred or so TikTok videos. Okay. Um, where you do these voice things over them. I don't understand it yet, but I'm going to download it tonight and see if I can figure it out. But um, what I have learned because I was listening to CBC Radio is that TikTok is actually kind of pivoting a little bit. They're still going to do the social media stuff. Right. But they're also going to add almost like a whole other arm to what they're doing. And it's solely based on education because what what it is, I guess, is there's like 30-second to one-minute clips, but it's going to be like vocabulary in different languages. It's going to be like sign language, all these Mm. different things. But they're being like super intentional about taking it into kind of an educational kind of slant. So. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Jen, Jen Carey is watching us. Oh, Hello, Jen. How do you know? Jen Carey, because I shared the video. It keeps telling me in the screen. 
Oh, fantastic. Um, hey, Mike McDonald, yeah. nice to see you, man. Uh, I had set up a, uh, an alert box with the program we use to send this stream out that's supposed to alert us when, yep. when things happen. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work. So, uh, that's disappointing. Anyway, that's fine. Remember, you can reach out to us not on TikTok, but we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and our handle on those is all at Oxford Holy Club. And we also have an, a Gmail. If you want to email us, if people still use that, please send us uh, an email, OxfordHolyClub at gmail.com. And you can also follow the link that'll be in the description later to send us a one-minute voice message if you would like through the Anchor app, which is what we use to do the... Um, the uh, the podcast audio. So that speaking of audio, Eileen just said you're not very loud. Still good. Grief. I was rewatching one of your old ones, uh, one of our old ones, and you weren't as loud as everybody else in that one either. I'm not sure how to get myself turned up in this thing. Oh, you're turned you, up. You're you, turned. You up. must just need a. Uh, you must just need a fancier microphone. How about now? <laughs> that sounds better. Okay. Uh, right, let's Eileen. Eileen, let us know how we're doing. Let us know. Man, I thought I might have fixed it. Oh, well. Uh, all right, gentlemen, enough about our contact info and my volume or lack thereof. How you guys doing? It's time for, insert soundbite here for next time, the weekly check-in. <laughs> yeah, very good. I agree. That yeah, was a good week. Busy week. Good week. Nothing all that exciting kind of a thing. Lucas, um, you, you pitched this segment. You better drive this thing because it sounds like Matt's going to take three seconds. <laughs> oh no! Listen, I could I could fill three hours, but go ahead, Lucas. Uh, well, thankfully this week I actually did some stuff. I uh, I went to the uh, Christian School Teachers Conference in Moncton. There, we, it's kind of a fun getaway for the staff every year, and you know, get to hear some good speakers and stuff like that. But uh, the kind of the the most podcast worthy thing I did during that time was I played my first ever game. Of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh no! <laughs> oh, buddy, Why are you sharing that kind of stuff? <laughs> and then it's funny because one of the guys was like, "Hey, if, if I brought all my weird nerdy D and D stuff, would you guys play?" And a bunch was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll play, we'll play." And then, <laughs> except for the principal who's like super into sports, and he was just like, "It's just in your heads. It's just it's in your heads. Just like, in your heads. Like, this isn't real." I was like, "No, we know it's not real. <laughs> it's a sickness." He would come in shake his head twice and leave he did that like three times except for yeah. one time he came in silently brought up his camera took a picture and then walked out again <laughs> he sounds like my kind of guy right there yeah he'd be you'd be into that you <laughs> D nuts i know i don't understand it matt, i've never played it before do, do you fun, though i will i will play again matt do you um you're a big sport fan or a wrestling fan yeah. did you did you ever pretend wrestling. to right you, no, you, 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 yes. Now you used to be I'm into wrestling. Six years old. Do I look like a twelve-year-old boy, a prepubescent boy? Listen, no, I, and sorry to anybody watching who's a wrestling fan. Not sorry because no, we're that's anyway, weird. Ask your question, I'll answer. Well, it. I remember, I remember being at your place as a teenager, and the wrestling was on. So, and, and you would talk. That's because I had three channels where we grew up. I had three television channels. So I we don't could think either so. watch CBC News. We could watch WWE Saturday afternoon, or I don't even know what else was on the Oprah Show. Maybe on ATV, I couldn't tell you. I guess my if you point. Lo- if you waited long enough, Simpsons came on, but that was kind of at the start of the evening more than. Was oh else. no no we we weren't allowed to watch Simpsons. Till oh heavens no! Wow, yeah. Lucas, you I grew up in a real wild child. That was well, Never, remember it, it was a gateway last, drug to D and D. Yeah, no, absolutely no. From last week, remember I'm actually surprised you were allowed 
to watch <laughs> The Simpsons because you were, I didn't know you were allowed to have any joy in your childhood. <laughs> Just based on last week's. Also, Brad, Eileen says you're loud now, but me and Lucas are still quiet. No, so. I'm, I turned you guys up. Now we're turned up. Turned up. And no, I've, what? and I've turned myself, uh, down some. I guess my point is this. Uh, okay. If you're not into wrestling, which I really thought that, uh, I didn't, I didn't think you were probably still into it, you know, uh, you said that, but anyway, what's your question? Is, did you ever pretend those things in your mind? You know, did you ever think about wrestling moves and, and, no. You know, no, I had a little brother. I didn't have to pretend anything. Fair enough. Yeah, no. Never it, mind. Was, it was full on here. Watch Sorry, this. I forgot. Only child. <laughs> or, or, or watch. I'm going to do this. That's, yeah. I hate that so, I think no, I know no this, pretending. but like th- that's the lunacy of Dungeons and Dragons. And I, once again, I'll say I'm sorry if I offend anyone here uh, other than Lucas, but the lunacy of it all is like, like I could even see if it was like, all right, you draw a card. And all of a sudden, we're in like a, a live murder mystery or something like that. Oh, like no, with Sherlock? Just like, I just in my mind invented a purple dragon with glow in the dark scales that <laughs> when I lick it, then I'm invincible. Like, I don't know. You do, you do know <laughs> the only difference between that, what you just described, and the movies that you watch is that the movies are, they get made like, that is the creative process by which all of our science fiction stuff happens where people pretend and they think up things in their mind and they do round table readings and talk it out. And then they make a movie right? so millions of people can watch it and it doesn't just happen in Lucas's shiny noggin. Like this is what I'm saying. Like, Although it's funny because this one like – he had like little, he had a board and he had miniatures. So we would have to put up where our guys were and you have to roll. It's basically just a board game except for it's, <laughs> it's, it's run by somebody's like he's planned it out ahead of time. And we, and it's Lucas, you don't know what's going to happen, but he does. If you're, de- you, if yeah, you're defending, you've lost the table right there. <laughs> uh, hold on. We got to, anyway. we, we seriously cannot hear Matt and Lucas. Oh, we're the best part. Well, <laughs> all right, Eileen, hold on. I think, you know, they could hear us fine before Brad started monkeying with the settings there. Yeah. All right. So here's what I learned this week that if anybody listened to a bunch of episodes back, I did this thing a couple of times called, um, oh, shoot, what's it called? Sensory um, deprivation tank. Sensory deprivation, where I lay in this tank and with no lights or sound or feeling, and I just float in this water tank thing. So anyway, I did that uh, and didn't know that when I went that I actually signed up for a membership and that I've been being, <laughs> that I've been being charged for it for the last six months and not floating. And so... Uh, like an idiot. Oh, yeah. completely like Who an does idiot. that? Uh, well, I did. So anyway, um, I called them and I was just like, guys, I screwed up. I, uh, yeah, I haven't been floating, obviously. Uh, yeah, you've been taking my money. And she's like, well, you got to cancel before the halfway mark of the month and you got to do it in writing. And I'm like, okay, well, just come in for one last soak, Mr. Barber. So anyway, I got it. I have to squeeze in the next, in the next 15 days, I've got to squeeze six floats in. Uh, (laughs) I can't wait to see you come back and just the next time you come a podcast with us, your head is like, like a prune and your arms are all pruny. Oh yeah. Cause that thing is packed full of Epsom salts and it's just. Now, so anyway, we're but, gonna do, we're gonna do maybe, uh, maybe I'll It take would work a, wonders for my toe. 
Uh, let's not talk. But hold on. Before we get into that, let's uh, address a couple of things. No, we're not things. getting into that. Uh, welcome to the, uh, the video. Troy and uh, my aunt Colleen is here and Jordan and or Shauna. Hey, welcome. And Shannon, I saw up earlier that you're watching. So welcome. And uh, hope, we got, we got my biggest there. fan, Tyson Blanchard here right now. We also Tyson, got Tyson who we, sent me a personal text, uh, last Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. After watching our prior last uh, stream, just saying how much he appreciated everything that we were bringing to the <laughs> Facebook and what we were doing. Uh, we also have Jeff LeBlanc here with us right now. So, uh, oh, he's no, a buddy of mine some, and Lucas. Do you have so those filters get, engaged on the gonna uh, get, stream? Uh, we're going to get ridiculed later, but anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's no, welcome. Jeff's a good guy. He's Jeff. Jeff likes what we're doing. Heidi, uh, Heidi Wallace is telling us that those, those, uh, deprivation tanks are like a coffin in an old funeral home. So, you know, yeah. there okay. is that. So I, uh, there, I could take this right now in so many angles. I used to work in the funeral business. Uh, so Heidi, it's nothing Wait, like it. Hold on. <laughs> at, at what, at, at what entry point were you in the funeral business? Cause there's a, it seems to me that there could be a lot of different points of entry into that. You I, okay. Well, I worked <clears throat> at a funeral home where there was three people employed. So I did everything. Everybody did everything. Oh man. Yep. Well, you know what? Um, I was, that's a whole other segment. We're not going to talk about that tonight. You I was, I was there recently for a, for yeah, a funeral one, and there yes, was only two right. people. So I don't Balances. know. If, I'm not sure if they've hired since you left. Uh, no, uh, yeah, actually, I don't know mm. what they've got there right now. All right. So how's anyway. the week been, Matt? Wrap that well, week. It's been up a good week me. other than the not floating piece. <laughs> um, yeah, that's other annoying. than that, no, it's been, uh, it's been a pretty good week. Good weather. It's going to rain during Halloween. Yeah, been to a that. couple Halloween parties. Um, anybody want to guess what I am going as this year? Hmm. Uh, Brutus, the beefcake. No. The wrestler. No. Cause you're so into wrestling. No. Uh, I'm going as Mickey Mouse. Uh, I'm going as Mickey Mouse, but here's the twist. I'm wearing the same costume that I wore oh, no. when I was seven years old <laughs> because my mother made it for me and it still fits me. <laughs> how big were you at seven? It wasn't about how big I was. It was about how big the ears were. And so, yeah, I wish, actually, I could go get it right now. Okay, you guys talk for a second. It's right in the hallway. Oh, no. Oh, ab- absolutely. Nothing I, Nothing yes. else matters now than seeing Matt Barber in his, oh, look at that chair. Um, I got signed up for a trunk or treat, and uh, then Mr. Jeff LeBlanc, who might, may or may not be watching, uh, he said, I, you know, I don't want to decorate my, my vehicle. How about we just go halvesies on a trunk? So I, I'll bring, I'll buy all the snacks. So, uh, any, oh no, no one's going to listen to me after we hear this. Hold on, Matt, okay, here Matt, just wait, just wait. Can you hear me? No, he's in the zone. Matthew, hold on, hold on. Just wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let, we're going to let Lucas finish what he's doing. Yep. Oh, uh, the immersion. It, anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the back of Jeff's truck into a turkey shoot. I was all excited to get a bunch of like fake turkeys and bought a bunch of those little like, well, at first he's like, are you going to use like a pellet gun? I was like, no, no, just like a little dark gun from the dollar store. But now it's going to rain, so I'll just bring my guns into church. That's probably fine. Anyway, Barbara, uh, you have... Hold on. I I hate to say this um, because we're live, but I feel like I missed something. What? Why are you bringing guns into church? Uh, Because it's trunk or treat, so kids come. Because he lives in Hanwell? And then uh, you're supposed to decorate your, your trunk. 
and I couldn't think of anything, but I thought, well, if he brought his truck, we could use it like a shooting gallery, you know, like put the back of the truck down and then they could like oh. lean on the tailgate and shoot the, all the fake turkeys I'll have all over the place. So like airsoft mm-hmm. or? No, no, just like this, the little dark guns you'd buy at the dollar store. Okay, I'm tracking now. Also, we're hearing yeah. that we can hear Lucas, which I think is happening, Lucas, when you lean a little bit to your left and get I'm too, I'm too close. No, no, um, your you, left, Lucas. Your left. <laughs> School teacher, buddy. <laughs> Wait, they both make L's. <laughs> Wait, you want me closer okay. to the microphone? If you get closer into that microphone, I think people would be happier with How you. How about this? There we go. The Death Star Seems is like right in front of my much. face now. Uh, you ready for? Uh, yes, yes. All right. So my mother made this for me when I was seven years old, and I wore it. I'll try and find a picture of it later. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. I mean, if I stop your video, can I? Can I stop? No, it's video? okay. Watch it. Oh, it's, we're gonna see the transformation. It's happening right in front of us, people. Oh no, this is gonna be great for the podcast idea. Yeah. And <laughs> she made this for me when I was seven. I was home last weekend, and I picked it up. Is your head already sweating? Because it looks like it should already be sweating. (laughs) It's furiously hot, but that's okay because it's late October. So there. Oh, wow. That's nightmare material right there. I mean, five nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's right. So (laughs) I'm going as Mickey. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. And Brad, how was your week? Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you asking. Well, uh, it's, it's uh, been a good week so far. It's only Tuesday. But, uh, uh, Harmony and I went to a football game on, on Sunday afternoon. One of the youth was playing in a football game. And if they, if they won, then they would get to go to the, to the chances or to the, sorry, to the championship game. And so I haven't been to a football game since, uh, we lived in Moncton, probably in the apartment. I think I went to an ABU game or no, no, uh, sorry, no. like, uh, like, like one, of the, one of the high school games. I think. Yeah. I think I was there. I don't know why we were going to a high school game. That was I, I weird, don't but we, know. We, a bunch of us did. But anyway, uh, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly because Harmony shares my sense of humor. And so she was watching it, kind of wondering why she was there until all of a sudden someone like got rammed into the <laughs> ground and like skidded up real close to us. And she starts snickering and laughing about it. And so then she and I just bonded over teenagers hitting each other on, on this football field. And, uh, and the team that we were cheering for, um, they, they won. We had to leave about, we had to leave just at the beginning of the fourth quarter because it was getting cold. And, uh, I brought blankets, but that wasn't enough. And Harmony was cold and done. So, uh, anyway, it was, it was, it was awesome. I really enjoyed that. I'm not a big sport guy. I know you guys know that, but, uh, doing something like that with Harmony was an awful lot of fun. And I'm, I'm proud of you for going to something sporty. Thanks, man. Well done. Thanks. Yeah. Good job. I, I tried to go to her volleyball last, last week. Harmony plays volleyball twice a week. And, um, and it's just too boring. It, it's probably pretty brutal. I was going to say <laughs> it, but it's, it is one that you can drop the kid off and go. But I, I haven't been to it yet. Mandy loves volleyball, and so she takes Harmony, and uh, and I tried Which to. Which makes go, no sense because your wife will jump foot. through the screen and come at you. No, she's five foot tops, is she not? Like, <laughs> yeah. That means she's closer to the ground and has more reaction time till the ball gets down there. Yeah, fellas, right. you're digging your own graves. <laughs> um, <laughs> So shall I, anyway, shall I do so a hypothetical? I, I didn't get to go to that. And then lastly, no, no, no. Lastly is this. Uh, Halloween obviously is, is coming. And in Oxford, when we were there, we might have got, 
maybe five, six people come through just because we're just a little bit outside and everybody goes in through the, the main streets in Oxford, but the here, prime routes, right? And there's some sweet, there's some sweet. I hope that we find some similar stuff. Like there are people that go to the extra effort to like create an environment when you come to their home. They, they get all dressed up and they have a theme, you know, Halloween, but they have, um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's scary to come onto their property. And so kids are super scared to go and it's just, it makes a lot of memories. My kids still remember that stuff. Don't remember anybody else's houses, but the ones that, that people actually like scared them to get the candy. Yeah. Any, anyway, um, we're told here to expect, uh, 150 to 200 people yeah. at our, at our house. So that's, that's so, expensive, man. Well, it is. And the other thing is this, I don't, I do care about the money portion, but we always go out as a family, which I, we're going to have less and less of as Harmony specifically is getting older and her friends want to go. And, um, but we go out as a family and while I don't get dressed up, I enjoy that. Here, where there's going to be so many people, um, Mandy and I- Someone's got to guard the homestead? Well, and Mandy and I are are of different opinions of this, and and I'll acknowledge that right off. Uh, She thinks that we should split up, that one of us takes the kids out and does the thing, the other stays home to give out candy. I, I, um, Jen Filsinger pitched this to me. She said, we just leave a couple, we leave like a few baskets out with a note that says to just take one, and we leave full chocolate bars out there, and when we get back- there's still chocolate bars there. So people seem to be respecting it. So I'm, I'm, I was going to say, just leave an empty bowl and a sign that says, please just take one and they'll never know. They'll just think they were too slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. See, we put out the bowl. We put out the bowl because my kids are more important than the other kids in the neighborhood. I just don't. So I'm going to go with them. Put the bowl out. I don't even say take one. I just don't care. <laughs> Here, here's the $40 I spend on candy for you, you stranger. I'm going with my kids. Take what you want. We, you know? we wound up buying three boxes of chocolate, um, you know, like a mixture thing off Amazon. It was on sale. And, mm-hmm. uh, the problem is, is that the kids have found it. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm Once not, the mice get in, you're in trouble. Today, I heard Harmony come home and then I'll wrap up with this. I heard Harmony come home today and Jaden came and found me and said, hello, Harmony. Rustled about for a few minutes, found an iPad and went straight to her room and closed the door. So I, after a few minutes, went and just to go say hello to her. So I knocked and I'm like, can I come in? Yep. And she's right at the door when I open it and I look past her and there's the iPad and a bunch of wrappers and Reese's pieces, um, set out all ready for her to eat. Mm-hmm. I didn't even acknowledge it. I just gave her a hug, yeah. walked away. Oh yeah. Hey, sometimes you just need a break. Gotta have a Kit Kat. Well, what, uh, what is your guys's, um, kind of system for what candy of your children you're allowed to eat? Just everything, nothing. What's your system? I'm sorry. My kids are still four years old. So we put it all in one big bag mm-hmm. and then they really get that point. Can't tell what they started with and where they're Smart. at day to day. Misdirection, like the, the, the three peas in the shell kind of game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, if I understand the question correctly, my kids divided immediately. Like they, mm-hmm. they go with their own pillowcase, fill it, and never shall the two ever mix. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> if, and, and so help me, like, I, I don't know how they do it, but they seem to know exactly what's in there. And, and if somebody's breath even smells a little like one of those, um, brown caramelly things, they'll, they're, they're at you, man. And, and then they're looking at your stash going, well, give me some. Now, they, they haven't known about parent tax, but parent tax is something that takes place 
every Halloween. Yep. Um, Hallow's Eve. Yeah. Right. See the, see the system I just, I came up with. And here's the thing. Melissa only lets them eat like four pieces of candy. So like it just sits in our, our cupboard forever. So I said, here's the thing. We're going to do uh, a V, uh, basically a sanctuary system that each kid gets to pick 10 things. That I cannot eat. So wait, the kids are tithing? Is that what you mean by sanctuary? Uh, so <laughs> sanctuary. The kids, the, well, tithing would be 90%. You're giving yeah. them 10%? You're tithing they, their candy to them. No, no, no. They're only allowed to, they're only allowed to save 10%. They pick 10 things, um, that I cannot eat or Melissa cannot eat, but really it's more me. Uh, anything else is up for grabs. It's not that they can have the other stuff, but, um, I'm allowed to eat it at whatever pace. Uh, and I usually will eat a bunch of it. And so will Melissa, because they show lets them eat like one thing a day. So, and after like a few days, they kind of forget about it. And then we're just, and I just take it into school and give them to the kids eventually. Okay. But yeah, so we, that's the system and it's worked quite well and it makes it kind of fun. And, but Melissa gets mad at them because Esther will be like picking this like gross garbage candy. She's like, I think I'm going to save this sucker. And she's like, no, don't do that. You fool. Lucas will eat it all. Like, like, don't do it. Like you, you <laughs> leave the sucker behind, <laughs> save pure chocolate. Uh, anyway, we've got a whole system. Yeah. Wow. We also got a whole show. Can we get going? <laughs> All right. Hypothetical for the week. Um, if you could live for a thousand years, but in exchange, one mammalian species, so a mammal of your choice would have to go extinct. Would you do it? And what mammal would it be? My answer to this is no, I wouldn't do it because no one wants to live for a thousand years. Um, it's just, I wouldn't want to go through it. Not in my, hold I'm on. Re- Hold what? on. That's not what you wrote in the okay. notes. No, no. This is what I'm saying. I, I, I gave, I'm getting two answers. Um, is the one, no, I wouldn't do it for one because, and it's not even got to do anything with like, oh, I'm a thousand year old. Um, my bones are dust. Nothing like that. But the eternal youth fact that you look at the, look at the old people in our churches and how much they complain about the shift that's happened in the last 30 years. How much are you guys going to complain? about everything that's shifted over <laughs> that period of time. So no, I don't, wouldn't let it happen. But if I was forced to, and I can't believe this wasn't everybody's answer, uh, although you do seem more like a cat person, Lucas, uh, I would say cats, like why they serve zero purpose whatsoever. Um, and so us humble. argue with me, Lucas, on this, but <laughs> there would be there. Would, yeah. There's no purpose for cats. So I would, I would, I would actually, you know what? Even if I didn't want to stay alive for a thousand years, <laughs> I would stay alive a thousand years to in order to eliminate feline from the existence completely. All right, we got we got ourselves a cat hater. Uh, all right, and Brad, what about you? Uh, well, I, yes, I I would. I'm not super concerned about Matt's um, scenario that he put out hit for us. I'm getting rid of bats uh, only because, to the best of my knowledge, they are the only. Hey. I can, if it's my call, man, shake your head all you want. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you why it's a bad idea, but go ahead. Don't care. Bats are going because they're the only mammal that I've dealt with at this point that has actually made me question how manly maybe I am. Had a bat in the house, had to come home okay, from I church. Okay, I that, but anyway. Had to come home from church to get this bat um, that's flying around my house. This was back when we lived in Bloomfield, and... uh and I didn't know what to do. And it was like whipping across and going through the house. And I had a hockey stick, guys. I had a hockey. I'm, I'm chasing a bat with a hockey stick. That sounds my house. messy at best. So I had to okay, go. I, I already don't believe this story. I, Two reasons why you have no reason to own a hockey stick. <laughs> um, second part is that I don't think you would actually go into that house with the bat being in there. And, and I did. It was my house. It, 
my house, Mandy's home had to with protect baby his, harmony his castle. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, in the end I had to go back to the church, get a man and he just went and got a blanket and wrapped <laughs> the bat up and took it out. So bats are the thing I want gone because I, I I'm, yeah, that's why. I can just picture this. This man shows up at Brad's house. He's just like, I need you to get rid of that bat. He's like, well, give me that blanket. And he's like, and Brad's like, no, that's my comfort blanket. Don't take it now. Okay. Here's why you can't get rid of bats though. Because if we got rid of bats, do you know how badly the mosquitoes would, I mean, as if the mosquitoes aren't bad enough now, we would be, they, we would be dead. Without bats, we're dead. Bottom well, line. Eileen Lewis says, seriously, Brad, you'll be overrun with mosquitoes. Oh, thank you. See, Eileen, <laughs> Eileen knows. Eileen knows. And, uh, and we this get- is the idea is that we, we would be dead because they would suck the blood out of us. We need bats. Manage mosquitoes. Oh, anti-cat pro Listen. bat. There we go. Yes. I like that. I, I and, get to uh, live for a thousand years, so I'm not super worried about the rest of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Troy Schofield says tennis racket is best for bats. Good to know. I thought There's people would chime many- in on which animals to get rid of, but they're just really helping you get rid of those bats. Yeah. Far too many people have had bat issues in their home. I, <laughs> I don't know. Close the living your caves and all kinds of stuff Lucas, like that. What about you, man? Uh, for me, I, I didn't actually spend a lot of time thinking about if I would. I just was thinking about the animal. Uh, whether or not I would, I think I would. I think uh, Matt's like, you know, cycle of getting grumpy about the newfangled whatever. Hey, Brenda. I think after, after a couple of generations of that, you get over it. Um, and I think it would go for the thousand-year uh, life. And for mammals, it's either going to be something that's already almost extinct, and I'm just going to push it over the ledge a little bit, like, you know, like a white rhino or something. Uh, or something less majestic. Hippos are super dangerous, so I thought about hippos because they're super dangerous. Um, <laughs> but I think so you, I might just go with mice because I know no one usually likes mice that much. So you want to be the you want to be the guy, <laughs> yeah. That is the you are the final say. You've eliminated the white rhino, and then you want to listen to everybody else harp on you about about it for a thousand years. Actually, my plan was I I take out the white rhino. But I have a thousand years to make a bunch of money and do all kinds of stuff. And I would Jurassic use Park a, it. Jurassic Park with a, with a black rhino. I'm sure they can incubate them and boom, I brought it back. Life hack, thousand year life hack. I did it, but I think I might just stick with mice. So you're essentially trying to create a scenario where you're the hero. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> and then white rhinos get off the island and they take over our world. That, You've I seen mean, that movie, right? Yeah, That's probably gonna say, why I'm, I'm going to sure stick with I've mice. Seen that. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen that, guys. Uh, I want to bring you something very special. It is a um, it's a scam alert. It's been a while yeah. since we've done one of these, and we used to have a really annoying little soundbite that went with it. And I've continued to get spam and and all that, but I've never had one like this before. And so I wanted to read it to you guys and to the the O Club and and see what you think. It says this, and this was sent to our Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com, the email that nobody emails us at except this person. Scammers and spammers. Uh, Which is, you know what? I'm okay with that. Good day. I'm Roy from Annie, can't pronounce her uh, last name, Leibowitz Photography, which is registered. I went through your page on my daily online research, and I'm glad to let you know that we are interested in working with you on our commercial video advert and underwater photo shoot combined with Puma. Um, Interested mermaid and mermen should kindly email back with your two recent photographs 
And a brief introduction to be sure, uh, to be sure, <laughs> to what? To be sure to include your current location in, holy smokes, I can't read. What does this say? No, in other thing, to be considered for immediate booking. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, free it's to not email your fault. Back. It's the guy that wrote the email. Oh, free, yeah. free to email back with additional information, question mark, event date. Uh, so, so here's my, hi, Matt Holmes. Welcome. Uh, nice to yes. see you. Yes. So here's my question. And, oh, Holmes. sorry, sorry. Oh, I forgot. Uh, event date November 10th to the 14th. So guys, this is coming soon. Comp- to decide. Compensation paid. <laughs> we find, Regards. We, we finally did it. Regards director R. Adams. And that made me think of, is this Ryan Adams? But no, cause he said at the beginning, I'm Roy. Um, <laughs> Roy Adams. Roy. So Roy Adams representing and his email was real funky. Um, so guys, are, are there any interested mermen here? Should what should we do with this? So they're taking underwater pictures, and do they want your two most recent photographs or your two most recent under, underwater photographs? <laughs> I guess. Okay, no, here, here's the here's here's why I think this might be a scam <laughs> because he's asking for mermen and merwomen, but he's trying to sell Puma sneakers, and so there's a disconnect from this guy. So. uh yeah, I think I think I'm a computer put these words scam. together because there's I, some there's some flow issues. My my other question is this: What page did this guy research? We don't have a website, so I'm I'm like I'm curious. Was he researching one of us? Did he have a merman in mind as part of his daily routine? Yeah, like yeah. Which one of that? us looks more like said, a merman? I went through your page on my daily online research. I, I was, when I was in Moncton at the conference, they, they have these little booths and usually it's just like Christian booksellers and, and, you know, educational toys and stuff that they're trying to, you know, get money from all these rich Christian school teachers. Um, (laughs) but this recent year they have, they have those same booths, but they also had booths. One was like a hair booth where people were like curling hair and the other one was like, it was all these like massage pads and like heater pads and stuff. And they were super aggressive and she comes up to me and like three other people. And she's like, you guys must get stiff from when you work out. You look like you work out. I was like, let's not start this relationship <laughs> off with a lie. I'm like, Come on now. All That's right. the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. You know what? <laughs> you know what's the most, even more disgusting than people trying to reuse massage pad things on you is those <laughs> massage water tables at the gym. That's oh, the most yeah. disgusting thing. Yeah. Other than that, the other only, only other disgusting <laughs> thing would be Black Betty. At the big stop, that was massage chairs that all the truckers <laughs> sit in. Oh, yeah. Got to pay a buck to – no, thank you. Um, we do have something <laughs> coming in from chat I think we should address. Uh, oh. It's from Eileen Lewis, and it's in regards to this email. She says, it's real. Matt is practicing in a coffin filled with water. Oh, makes sense. Oh, yeah, only I have been practicing. I've been paying to practice. I just haven't been floating. So, so maybe this person is searching their websites, and you've made like the their top – you know, top buyer list because you of how security consistent footage. you've been. Maybe there's a camera in my floating dock oh, thing. No. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, doctor. That's footage. Oh, good grief. Well, so, um, I haven't responded to this. I'm not going to respond to this. There was a time, if you go ba- way back in our episode log, I forget where, where we actually got a spam email and responded and then each week would update as, uh, we had this back and forth conversation with the spammer. 
And uh, it was a, a ton of fun until they wouldn't send me the death certificate of the person who had the the money holdings <laughs> and and the bank information. Oh, guys, that was our spam thing. Now, <laughs> this is weird. This comes off of Yahoo, and we can hit this pretty quick, I think. This comes from user Rusty Pots. It says this, I'm a 30-year-old boy. Can I call child protection services on my parents because they took away my Xbox? Now, I want you to know, if that wasn't enough, this isn't the context that they give afterwards. This is an update that they gave later after people responded online to this person. They updated their post, and they said, update. Uh, someone... It's supposed to be live, I think. Live. I, yes, thanks. I thought, why don't you change my notes? No. Uh, I still live with them, and they took it away as punishment because I quit my third job within five months. That's what they added to defend themselves. Yeah, okay. So and I think he should defend himself. What? And fine fine sir. Fine sir. Fine, it's sir. not it's not CPS you want to be calling. Uh it is the police because that is theft. At your age, it is theft. Because they it's not about first of all, you're not there's no such thing as a thirty year old boy. Uh you can be you can be a thirty year old, but you are not a boy any longer. Um, but what I am saying is that that is theft. And so your best approach at this point would be to call the police on your parents, drum up an even bigger story than them taking your Xbox, and then you've got the house to yourself. <laughs> this is theft under 5,000. So this is going to, they're not going to do anything about this. Like an Xbox, you think that the, the police are going to come in and do something about this? You well, got to yeah. wonder if he's a 30 year old boy so. with no job, is he paying rent? It's not like, do you still think do you still think that's theft for real? Who bought the Xbox? I wonder who bought the Xbox. There's my question. Nine, nine tenths of the law, bro. Nine tenths of the law. I'm guessing it was a Christmas present because I don't think he would have enough money to buy his own Xbox. So he's had th- he's had three jobs. <laughs> Overqualified. That's right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, the way I read it is that. I quit my third job within five months. Who's to say that he doesn't have two other jobs still on the go? Maybe this <laughs> is an right. extremely hardworking young uh, old boy. Uh, young he went from eighty hours a week down to like sixty hours a week of work. Yeah. So you know, he just needs a little you know time to unwind. So he lives yeah. in one of those cities or places where you know rent is ridiculous or there's no vacancy, and so to save money, he's he's going to these jobs and he's just he's basically just coming home at night just to crash. Never sees the parents. Just gets up and goes again. And that, that's the situation you're presenting me with. That this is what, this is this young man, this tired young man. Yeah. Hardworking. Hardworking. Rusty pots. But they took it away as a punishment <laughs> anyway. Listen, I don't. I think he's being held captive. Oh, that's what my I think. word. I think he's being held captive. His parents should free him to the world. His parents won't let him grow up. That's the problem here. The, you know what? There, the, listen. There, there might be some truth into what you just said about this, but mm-hmm. I don't want to touch that tonight. <laughs> All right, Moving ladies and gentlemen. On. Nope, we lost half of you. Okay, I was say, viewer, viewership is plummeting. <laughs> That's because they're all getting their snacks ready. Because this is us starts in thirteen minutes. Yeah, who thought Tuesday night was the night to do this? It was the most available night, Matthew Barber. <laughs> the question that Christians are asking is this: What is the greatest commandment from Scripture? Anybody want to take a jump on that? Well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure in Scripture talks about you know love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, your mind, and strength, and all that stuff. And 
love your neighbor as yourself. And I think you might have already put that in. Did you? Is that what you put in the the words? It, indeed, I did. Yeah, and I think because if you, if you love God and if you really love God, you will be loving other people and you will be following all the other commandments. And so I, I think that's kind of where we're heading with this. Did, yeah. did I leave anything for you guys to say? No, there's really no discussion on this piece <laughs> because it's it's one of the most blatant pieces of scripture that are there as far as understanding uh, what the commandment is because Jesus himself said, this is the greatest commandment, right? Mm-hmm. This whole piece behind it. So, and Brad, I know you've got it marked off here in, in Matthew 22, um, but this idea of it, and Luke has already touched on it, which I think is is one of the, the ways that Jesus really showed how great of a communicator he was in this, mm-hmm. in the way that he says, you know, this is the greatest commandment, love God. That's it. But I also mm-hmm. tell you, you got to love people. And the two are so attached that there's no doing one and not the other. That's right. the, the beautiful part about it. And so, uh-huh. I mean, it, it leaves room for theology. It leaves room for discussion and, and for everything that comes along with it. But at the end of the day, those commandments are linked so tightly and understanding too, if you even want to go back and look at the 10 commandments, uh, you know, that were, that were given in Exodus, this whole uh-huh. idea is, is that you can't again, do any of those things without loving God, loving people, because right. they're, they're they're all aligned in each part of that. Mm-hmm. And I, and you may have said this, Matt. I was copying and pasting, so forgive me if I double back on anything you said. Hey, it's, you know it's hard to do two things at once. Um, this the scripture, and I'll just give it a quick read. And I added it into chat for people. Is uh, I took Matthew twenty two thirty four to thirty nine. Um, uh, but when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer asked him, Jesus, a question to test him. They said, teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And the law, Matt, you just mentioned, you know, the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, and he said to him, uh, uh, and he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Uh, the way I sum this up was everything in the old, everything the Old Testament law talked about and everything that the prophets came and spoke of is all summed up by Jesus right here in, in this simple command. And, and Lucas, you already said it. Um, love God, love others. Now, how that's lived out in the life of the individual varies, except that it, it, you know, we're to love God and to love others and loving others is loving God. If you're not loving other people, you're not loving God. Um, and so everything is all summed up and Matt, you're right. Like this just shows what a great communicator he was. He took it all, boiled it down into something so simple for us. And then we overcomplicate it, which is why it shows up on a list like this. What is the greatest commandment? Um, love God and love others. Yeah, totally agree. I got nothing else to add to it. Otherwise we're going to do what you just said. We're going to complicate it. Right. And now we have a new segment. Matthew, I'm terrified, but, but do what you're going to do. Oh, don't be. Okay. So here's my idea. Oh. All right. And, and it does, this doesn't have to necessarily be a weekly thing, uh, but like a frequent bit. Okay. Does that make sense? And I'm going like to, I'm going to write a jingle for it. I might even just do it tonight. Um, I get, I might just off the top of my head. I might come up with, I don't know. But anyway, what the idea not now, of this, not live, not live. <laughs> oh yeah, that, absolutely. And so the idea of what it is, it's going to be called start the starts. I can't even speak sports and star stuff. That's what we're going to call it. Sports and star stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm a sports guy. I really enjoy sports. Uh, Lucas and Brad aren't. Um, nope. there's no nice way to say that. Um, but they are 
real fanatics when it comes to everything stars. So whether you're talking yeah. about Star Trek, Star, uh-huh. sorry if anybody Trek. thought that they were going to be cool, Star Trek, <laughs> nebulas and whatnot, <laughs> Stargate, mm-hmm. Star Wars, mm-hmm. all of these different things. And so we're going to take turns where I'm going to present to you a sports term. And it is going to be a rather abstract sports term. And we're going to do this balderdash style. Uh, thank so, you, Adam. Yes, we are nerds. Yeah. And so we're going to do this balderdash style. So what that means is, is that each of you are going to private message me what you believe the term means. So you got to say what the sport, what's And sport? we're not allowed to Google it, right? Cause that no Googling, Brad. Yeah. And no, so there's no, and you've got to put what sport you think it's from okay. and what the term means. And then vice versa in, in next week or in a couple of weeks, whenever you bring the sports, or the star term to me and I got to do the same. So then what we do is you guys each give, I'm going to put the real one in the mix and you got to try and see if you've tricked everyone. Uh, and we'll even let the audience participate a little bit too. So, okay. So do you, do you feel like we could give this a run tonight? Oh, I'm ready. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely right. All right. So you have to message me uh, privately, not in our group, what you believe the sport and what the term means. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Augie, nerds. Uh, the, <laughs> Augie, you're an accountant. Um, so the, uh, <laughs> oh, my so word. You gotta message me. So are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, Here's I, the term. Uh, and people, people at home, don't Google it. But feel free to play along, but don't Google it. That yeah, would ruin the fun. Because okay? if you put it in chat, we see it, and and then yeah. that's just not that's not fun. I no. I don't see it, but Brad will see it, so don't do it. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, here comes your term. The term. Hold on, is... hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Home run. <laughs> the term. I'm not going to be is... that hard on you. I'm, I'm putting in. I'm putting the term in chat so people and spell okay. it for me if it's ridiculous. The term is nutmeg. N-U-T-M-E-G. All one word. Okay. And we're not talking about the spice. Okay. So this but is a, this is a sport to use term. It, to use it in a sentence. Oh, you just nutmeg that opponent. Hmm. I'm not All sure. Right. Comfortable where we're. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nutmeg. This is a, this so is a, shaky, go ahead. a shaky start. What sports? What sport is it from? And what do you think the term refers to? And then once I have your <laughs> your answers, I'm going to I'm going to read the three options. Sports. All right, you have thirty seconds. What? Tops. There's a time limit. Okay. Oh, we got it. We're that, yeah, we're, that's fair. we're doing a live show. Sports. Uh, All okay, right. the sport is. <laughs> what's the sport, and what's the term mean? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. <laughs> you might have to censor mine. I don't know if it's appropriate or not. He said live. Thanks. No, that's perfect. That's good. <laughs> okay. All that's right. good. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and don't don't give hints like that, Lucas. Sorry. I mean, mine's not weird. <laughs> I'm still stuck on what's a sport. Okay. Yeah. Pick well, any you got, sport. You got 10 seconds left, so make her snappy. Yeah. Oh, Troy Schofield says that is used in many sports. Thanks, Troy. Okay. <laughs> that just means you have more chance. Okay, I'm, I'm writing my definition. Okay, you ready, Brad? No, I'm writing my definition. Okay, Brad, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right. <laughs> Brad and I both think we have great answers. So let's see. So Troy, Troy says, can I give you the answer? If you no. do really know the answer, Troy, don't give it <laughs> just yet. All right, Brad, come I, I'm, on. I'm trying, man. You must be using T9. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, man, to get to the T, I got to hit the four like seven <laughs> times. <laughs> All right. Let me just give him the read. Okay, very good. Well, we got some good ones. All right, so we're balderdashing this thing. All right, so I'm about to read the three definitions. Okay. So, okay. Are you ready? Uh, I wish I had these in a text so I could easily copy and paste them. Okay. But anyway, go. go ahead. Here we go. So I'm going to look in the same direction for all three. Here we go. You ready? Uh, nutmeg. When a polo player, so polo being the sport, when a polo player hits another player's horse in its bathing suit area. That was the first one. Okay. The second one is nutmeg. Okay. Nutmeg. It is Brad's bathing suits of the horse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Nutmeg. It is a soccer term, and it's when an opponent kicks the ball between the legs of the other opponent and regains possession. Or the last definition, the sport is cricket, and the definition is when a player takes a ball to the head. Okay. Hmm. So do we have uh we good with that? Do you need to hear them again? <laughs> no. Okay. I won't survive them. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. There, there are your options for what, what does the term nutmeg as in you just nutmegged the opponent. Okay. Uh, That's uh-huh. it in a and sentence. If you know in chat, let us know if you know for real. I know Troy, you know, and yeah, uh, but don't be a stinker and Google it. And if yeah. you, if you don't know, take a guess. Was it one, two or three? One bathing suit, two, um, soccer, no, so- soccer, the, soccer yeah. dangle and, yeah. and then cricket. So we had polo, soccer, cricket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we get to vote first for the, for the, the rebel, I, rebel rousers out there? I have the one um, I believe they might influence you. So we can let, we'll let that happen. We'll let that happen. Oh, okay. We'll get some yeah. voters. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Very good. We're going to give it a second because I know Troy's into this right now. And I, I don't think Troy would have Googled it. I know Troy. He wouldn't Google. Yeah, he seems like a good egg. Um, bought them a, spum, a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, you're, you're, you're making your own. No, we have, uh-huh. we, we, <laughs> yeah, were, we gave three answers. We were looking, we weren't looking for an extra answer, <laughs> but that's all right. Last thing we needed for it to be is harder. All right. Well, I'm ready to vote. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Troy. Troy thinks it was number two, which was soccer. I, I also think soccer. You also think soccer. I think I think cricket, just because that was in my head when I first heard the term. All right. So, are you ready for this? Yes, sir. Yep. The answer. I can't wait till I have my jingle together. The answer was, you just got nutmegged by your opponent in soccer. Ah, yeah. way to go, Brad. Thank you. Good job, Brad. Way to go, Troy. Uh, way to go, Troy. Now, are you, you are you going to reveal who's the other who gave the other answers? Yes. So uh, Lucas uh, was the uh, horse's bathing suit area answer. Um, 
And also, uh, and then Bradley was taking a ball to the head in cricket. So maybe next time, oh, it'll be more fun if we have Andrew because that'll give us more answers. Yeah, yeah, um, but cool. Anyway, we'll we'll do that kind of stuff. So anyway, that was fun. Thanks, guys. I, I like that. Se- I like that segment. Yeah. I, I like that. Welcome well. to sports and star stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll we'll work. I'll put that. a phaser sound in there. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, hit all those things. <laughs> all right, guys. It is time for us to get out of here. Um, thank you so much to the Oak Club that's been watching on uh, live, and if you're watching later as well, you guys, do you know that our last video uh, last week actually hit over a thousand people? Um, half of thanks oh, for the shares, everybody who shared. Yeah, thank you. Over half of those uh, watched. We had over 500 views of now. Uh, keeping in mind that could just be a click in, but still. Um, that is not insignificant. And so thank you so much for those that do share it and like it. It actually really helps us get this thing out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really appreciate that. This thing. Yeah, whatever this, whatever this is, I, I'm, I'm terrified to go back to episode one and listen to what I wanted this to be to where we are right. <laughs> this minute i think it's strayed somewhat but that's not that's not a bad thing you know what things i hate to use the term evolve but but it does right like it evolves Mm -hmm. it takes its own flavor and shape especially as we add more people in and Mm -hmm. bring on the video and that's totally okay um it's a safe place to come and have a lot of laughs and talk about faith and i think that's cool so oh thank you guys for taking so for anybody who's listening watching us right now have a fun and safe Halloween. We want to yeah, say that absolutely. part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, do your best, uh, tomorrow, cause this is coming out November 10th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Do your best, uh, to get out, uh, to a Remembrance Day service or Cenotaph near you. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Lucas, good. take us the rest of the way. <clears throat> All right. If you follow our podcast, uh, you can follow it online as well on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Oxford Holy Club. Throw up the hashtag OH Club on social medias. And if you have a question, comment, query, concern, or criticism, you can send us an email at Oxford, Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. And if you do like this program, share it on Facebook. And of course, leave us a five star rating on iTunes. Uh, if you leave us a five star rating, we'll read it on the air. Not only that. But now you can call into the show and leave us a one-minute voice message. So click the link in the description and ask us anything or leave us a comment. Unless you tell us otherwise, we're going to put it on the show. Guys, we don't pay to advertise, mainly because this makes no money. But even if it did, we wouldn't use it for that. Uh, so any growth that we do have, it really does come from you. I'm not. We weren't kidding earlier. You sharing it on your Facebook page or wherever you find it, if it's through the podcast um, as well. Sharing it makes it grow, and we're starting to see that, and that's really cool. So please continue to do that and, and spread it all over the place. But more importantly, until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.